today on CityCast Philly. (sighs) We live in the city known as the city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. So it seems only right that we hold the actual love statue, you know, L-O-V-E, broken up with L-O at the top and V-E at the bottom. It's iconic. But how did it come to be so recognizable? And why does the city have it? It's Tuesday, February 14th, 2023. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Marguerite Anglin, you're the public art director for the city of Philadelphia's Office of Arts, Culture, and the Creative Economy. And your office manages the love statue, right? That's correct. We Our, our office stewards uh, and conserves the city's collection of over 1,100 pieces of public art. And the love oh. sculpture is one of those, uh, obviously, one of our most iconic pieces of artwork in the city. Marguerite, what does the love statue mean to you? You know, to me, the love sculpture is, it's this idea of where we want to be, you know, where I want to be as a person. You know, I think it's just easy to, you know, even just in, in this city, we have so many challenges that we're all dealing with. You know, it's very special to have the word love be uh, this this anchor, this reminder of who we want to be to other people, right? It's a reminder of the city's namesake, uh, what the name of the city means. It's where the whole brotherly love thing came from, right? That phileo, right? So it seems really kind of, I don't know, soft and flaky to kind of talk about love when it's so much happening in the city. But for me, it's just, it's cool that one of the things our city is known for is something so positive. Do you think people give the love statue enough love? (laughs) I think people give the love statue a lot of love. I mean, of course, being in my role, I see the day-to-day, you know, wear and tear that the sculpture gets, (laughs) you know, and that's the same with any public art sculpture that's out in the, you know, in the public sphere, it's obviously people are putting stickers on it. We get, you know, graffiti and all that other stuff, you know. So oh, we see. obviously have to deal with those type of things. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, Philadelphians really are proud about the love sculpture. Like it represents that pride that Philadelphians have about everything that's Philadelphia. Like, you know, our mm-hmm. sports team, just our traditions, our mascots, right? Just the different neighborhoods that make up the city. It's, I think that people see themselves as very, uh, in Philadelphia, see themselves as this like loyal, hardworking, gritty group of people. And I think that word love and the statue love, people are proud that it represents our city. Right. And for folks who don't know, it is displayed at the JFK Plaza or better known as Love Park on Arch Street. Um, You talked about it being, you know, just so important to the city. You know, I've seen people take pictures, you know, at the Love Statue for Instagram. It's been a meeting spot. Like, hey, meet me at the Love Statue. Right. And so people get married there. They do. This is is so cool. I mean, so people... You know, it's a obviously such a popular tourist destination. People love coming there for photo ops. They have, uh, you know, there's weddings that take place there. You can actually, Parks and Recreation in Philadelphia holds wedding Wednesdays. 
Um, and so couples can get married right there in front of the love sculpture. They get there like 30 minutes. Uh, they, you can even have an officiant from the city or bring your own and you can just sign up and which is really cool. People get engaged. You know, you see proposals happening in front of the love sculpture. So people, yeah, they come back from graduation, they're taking photos. It's a very popular uh, area and destination. And the love sculpture uh, is one of those reasons. How did the city get this memorable statue? Tell us who the creator was. So the love sculpture is a public artwork. It's by Robert Indiana. And Indiana first produced this whole like love design as a painting in 1964, and it became popular in 1965 when the Museum of Modern Art used it as their Christmas card design. Um, it wasn't until 1970 that Indiana created the first sculpture, the first love sculpture. So in 1976, a love sculpture was loaned to the city of Philadelphia for the bicentennial celebration. And the sculpture was so popular when it was here on loan, that it was ultimately bought and donated to the city by the chairman of the Philadelphia Art Commission and owner of the 76ers at the time, F. Eugene Dixon. And so now, since 1976, it's been part of the city's public art collection. Ah, interesting. So I've also read that there are actually 50 love sculptures installed around the world. But why has it been such an iconic symbol for our city? You know, I think it's been such an iconic symbol for us for a number of reasons. One, it just kind of puts Philadelphia on the map. Like we are known not only just because we are the city of love, but this now we have this, this sculpture that is that visual representation of that. It's also where it's located is right in the center of the city. It's that iconic view, right? As you're looking down the parkway and you see the art museum in the distance, but it all starts with love. Right. It starts with the love sculpture that anchors that whole view that you see, you know, that that is so memorable and iconic for the city itself. So I think that's one of the reasons why it's so known and seen is because of its location as well. For sure. And speaking of that location, um, back in 2015, when Pope Francis came to town, the love sculpture was translated into Spanish with yeah. amor, with that similar um, positioning where AM is at the top and OR is at the bottom. Why was that important for the city to keep on public display on the parkway? Is it still up there? It is. It is. It's Right now it's in Philadelphia's uh, Sister Cities Park, which is like at 18th and the Benjamin Franklin Parkway. So in 2015, it came, it was, it was actually on loan, and it was, it was for Pope Francis's visit to Philadelphia. And Amor obviously means love in Spanish, which is Pope Francis's native language. Um, it also means love in, in Latin, which is a traditional language for the church. And so it was, when it came, it was installed on the museum steps. Um, and that's also where Pope Francis had his final mass. But then it was uh, thankfully purchased, and that's how it became part of the city's public art collection. And it was relocated in 2016 to where it now is at Sister Cities Park. So that said, I think it is such, it is so important, you know, Philadelphia being such a welcoming city, Philadelphia being a, you know, having a large Spanish speaking community and population that's fastest growing in our city, as well as the country, just having this translated in Spanish, I think it was just really important for Philadelphia. If love is going to be one of our iconic symbols, it, it was important to have this symbol in both languages.
Marguerite, your work and career has really focused on connecting people to public art. Why is it important, do you think, to have the love statue accessible in public view and maybe not like at an art institution um, or in an institution like the art museum? Yeah, you know, art is public art is powerful. Art in general is powerful. It just has the ability to bring people and communities together, you know, in celebration, in fun times, share having shared experiences together. It can be a catalyst to facilitate so many different things. Um, but public art is also it speaks to the identity of a place. It speaks to the 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 voice of 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 a community or of a people. And so it has to be out front. It has to be accessible for people to to remember who we are, what our identity is, you know, what we're what we're known for and what we believe in. And so, you know, we have public art all throughout this communities in the city that reflects, you know, uh, who we are as a people and where we came from and, and our history and the artwork that we are commissioning um, now, even more so uh, reflects the voices of the people and the communities where it's installed. And so, yeah, I think it's incredibly important for public art to be out in the public sphere, just even as a source of pride and identity for Philadelphians. Aside from the love statue, what's your favorite public piece of artwork in the city? You know, I have a few, but I would say one of them is, that's it's always my favorite, and it's a relatively recent one, is called MVP. And it's in Smith Playground in, in South Philadelphia. And it is the city's, uh, really the city's first singular a statue of an African-American uh, woman. It's a girl, actually. Oh, yeah. You can tell she's playing the basketball. She's a basketball player. And she's in the middle mm-hmm. of getting ready to make a decision, right? Because she's the MVP. And when it was when it was installed on that playground um, and unveiled, you could see this the kids. It's it's low to the ground. And so and it's the same, it's life size. So a child can come up to it and you can just see how you know, kids were really impacted by, but really probably for the first time in Philadelphia, seeing a statue that represents and looks so much like them. And so that that's going to probably always be one of my favorites. For sure. Marguerite, you alluded to this a little bit in the beginning of our chat. Today is Valentine's Day. It's the day of love. But, you know, there are many of us living in Philly with pain. And I often think about the irony of that. We see our communities plagued with gun violence and poverty and homelessness. But how can we actually hold a statue, you know, a piece of public art that literally says love when some of us may not be experiencing that? You know, that is such a good question. I personally believe in redemption. I believe in in hope. You know, and I think that it's possible for people and things to change and situations and circumstances to change. And if we're not like, if we don't have those things that we see in our daily lives that remind us to have hope and remind us of what we should aspire to and, you know, remind us even to just have more empathy for somebody, even if somebody just looks at that word and and maybe even hopefully, you know, is reminded that, you know, hope is possible and that apathy, which is the opposite of love, <laughs> you know, doesn't, it's just, it's, which is the opposite of empathy is really how we, we get ourselves into all these negative situations that we're all dealing with and all the pain and, and grief that people deal with. I think it, it's, 
it's very redemptive. It's a kind of like, you know, maybe that's a look at who we were meant to be. We were meant to be the city of, of brotherly love. And maybe I'm being optimistic, but I think it's good for us to have reminders of that in our city. So how can we take that message um, and better love ourselves, love our neighbors, and love Philly better? I honestly, I think it's just creating spaces for people to be who they are and to share who they are and, you know, for us to remember to respect everyone, respect that everyone's different, respect that people go through different, you know, trials and circumstances and and really try to understand, you know, who we are together, that we are different, but that's okay, you know, and we can, we're all part of the city. And we all have our, our role and our purpose, you know, in making this city better. And and that starts with just, I mean, maybe it sounds corny, but literally the other day, I think I was going in Wawa and somebody opened, like held the door open for me like extra long. And I was just like, wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> went out of their way. And that, you yeah. know, brought a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. It's just those little things that like remind us that we're human and we all, you know, share the same basic, you know, feelings and needs. So I don't know. I think just doing something nice for somebody, again, maybe it sounds corny, but those things go a long way. No, it's not corny. I love when people open the door for me. <laughs> Thanks. Right, and then right. you like pass that kindness to someone else. And then it's just yeah. like a continuation. I love that. Marguerite Anglin, Public Art Director for the City of Philadelphia's Office of Arts, Culture, and the Creative Economy. Thank you so much for being on CityCast Philly. Thank you, Trinae. Thanks for having me. And here's what else Philly's talking about. Republican Council Member David O. has resigned. He tweeted yesterday that he wants to run for city mayor. He is currently the only potential Republican candidate. And Pennsylvania LGBTQ leaders created a statewide advocacy organization, According to Philadelphia Gay News, the nonpartisan organization known as Keystone Equality will focus on LGBTQ advocacy initiatives, political candidates, and facilitate voter participation. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed this episode about the love and Amor statues, share this episode with someone special. Also, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. What are we talking about? Okay. Uh, okay.